Crank it. Crank it? Crank it up? Are we doing this? We're doing Awake and Bake. What's up? Crank it. Crank it? Crank it up? Are we doing this? We're doing Awake and Bake. What's up, Scotty? How you doing? How you doing today? <laughs> Let's just say I'm going to smoke this whole joint, and I might smoke another one after. Okay? This is a smoke two joints, <laughs> my brother. Uh, but, hey, uh, if things look a little bit different... Uh, Banner is sitting in. Guru took a much-needed vacation. I don't know how long it's been since he's taken a vacation. But uh, Banner stepping in. We are doing our best here. Banner, we we taught Banner the board about, I don't know, eight, ten minutes ago. I was trying to run it before then. So uh, we're doing a show, and well, we hope you enjoy it. It'll be a little different today. No Guru. Banner, thank you. No. Big ups to you, brother. My pleasure. I... Uh... Certainly have big shoes to fill. I don't know how I'll do. We're going to have a show. Yes, We're going to my best shot. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to ask. I almost, just, I almost just slapped my arm again. I have like PTSD for mosquitoes, Scotty. They are so bad this year. Uh, when you open the door, when you open any door on my house, I have three doors that I can go outside. Every time, they're waiting there. They know. They, and then they just come in. So like then there you can see like on my kitchen walls a couple different <laughs> blood spots on the wall because now it used oh, to be like oh we'll shoo them out it's just wartime and I oh um, but that's all good I just had to vent about the mosquitoes and why why do we have them why are they part of the, the natural ecosystem what the fuck do they do I know they bother you man you know uh, they fucking what frogs eat them uh, little uh, little animals eat them and then other animals eat the frogs and it goes so on and so on until we eat something it's called the food chain dude okay fair enough fair enough uh, uh, like hey. you heard today's wake and bake guys cannabis news culture and entertainment let me tell the listeners first hey what what do you got oh i was just gonna say that in my bathroom flies get stuck in there and then you just kind of hang out for their whole life cycle. You know, it only takes about 48 hours. And by the end of it, they're just exhausted. They're like, you can kill me. It's okay. You know, like wait for you to swat them. They don't even try to get out of the way. It's pretty awesome. Oh, today's show rundown, guys. Uh, Scotty's grow room is making him blind. Oh, oh for real. <laughs> for real. I need those glasses, man. I should start wearing those Method 7s. We'll talk about it. But I walked out of the grow room. <clears throat> right into the the darkness of night, oh, I was feeling like by I was, I was walking by Braille. Look at we also a new sports segment on the Do Grow Show. Uh, we're gonna talk about cornhole versus boxing versus football. All three <laughs> run the TV. I was so bored. I went out for a sandwich. My whole family was gone, <clears throat> and went to your favorite bike bar. <laughs> Those three things are on the TV. And in the beginning, I'm like. God, how lame, you know, cornhole, whatever. And then I'm like watching the other two, and I'm like, what the fuck? It seems very sane now. <laughs> we'll get into it, man. But I've been turned on cornhole. In the news, Canadian company is using hemp to build affordable housing in Colorado, which is very cool. Oh, gosh, I can't remember. Thank you, DGC producer, for that story. I'm very sorry I don't have that off the tip of my tongue here. Um, as well, Scotty's turned into a little bit of like, I don't, dare I say nerd. Here's the new story Scotty's picked. This new supersonic jet will fly from London to New York in three and a half hours on 100% biofuel. Hang on. Pretty that's, cool. That's, that's, that's about going back in time. I don't think I have to be a nerd, but um, I'm pretty sure that London is three and a half hours, more than three and a half hours ahead of us. I thought they were like six hours ahead of us, which means 
that you can go back in time on that airplane. That's all. That's the concept there. <laughs> um, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I think that news story might have been from JPEN87. Might have been. DGC Pedusa, what's up? Also in the news, this is more of the, I was calling the, and nerd's not a bad word, okay, guys? If anybody out there is a nerd, more power to you. NASA has plans to probe Uranus. Now, I don't know if this is just a joke, but it sounds like it. And I couldn't help but well put as it on the show. I don't know if it's real or not, but I couldn't help. When you see a headline like that, it goes on the fucking show, all right? Quantum computer made of six supersized atoms could imitate the brain. Okay, interesting. That's pretty crazy, right? That's when they're starting to design computers to think. So are we actually going to cover the news story? NASA has plans to probe Uranus, or that's just that? (laughs) Like, he just got it for the title, strictly. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I care about, all right? Uranus, some frozen uh, rock, all right? I don't care about I don't care about Uranus, all right, dude? Right on. Let's get into this show. I'll remind you guys real quick, as Scotty says, if you have a good time today, man, we give you some company on the way to work, help your grow. Check out Becoming a Producer, dudegrows.com forward slash support. All the benefits are listed there. And we're going to be amping this thing up as time goes on. A lot of meetings are going on. And I say that from time to time, but I'm for real, man. We've got a, a team on this. Uh, so thank you, DDC producers, and uh, let's check out this dank nug, Scotty. Come get on. into it. Don't get too high with that joint now. Making me oh, come on, I need to get too high. Today is the one day I need to get too high. <laughs> We're really working hard, DGC. I don't know if y'all understand how much we really do appreciate y'all and the support that you give us. And when something like this happens, uh, man, I took, what did we take, two days off of work? I don't think anything got done at Real Growers because we wanted to figure out how to get y'all a show. So uh, we do appreciate you. I hope y'all understand. Dank Nugs, anybody can get them up. Dudegrows.com, guys. Go over to the site, check it out, and get your own Dank Nug up. Today, I'm featuring Pineapple Punch Auto by Shonuff. Wow. Uh, Beautiful-looking flower, man. says, hey again, DGC fam. I have another girl who has just done amazingly for me. She was a seed that I found out of my previous Pineapple Punch Grow, one of only three to four seeds in eight ounces, grown in cocoa. So wait a second, let me go back to this here. So he was growing autos and had some seeds from autos, huh? Um, interesting. So, it says, yeah. grown in cocoa, started in biodegradable nursery bag, then transplanted directly in a seven-gallon rain, rain science bag. Shout out. Fed with grow dots. There you go, Scotty. Supplemented grow dots with some supplementation from Nectar for the Gods. A little CalMag Recharge and Moab Bloom Boost. <laughs> Under the <laughs> HLG 600R spec, girl, this girl yielded 8.4 ounces, has a funky, skunky smell, more than sweet when you pop the jar or break open a bud. But when you smoke it, it's sweet and nasty. Dank. Dude, it looks so good. Uh, it says, this this is the cool really. part. This August marks my one-year anniversary, uh, marks my one year since my first harvest and the beginning of me providing my own medicine. The DTC was the first podcast and platform I found and learned a tremendous amount. Awesome, dude. Glad that uh, you're able to grow your own medicine, save money, and don't have to partake, what do we say, in big cannabis? Is that what we call it? Yeah, or just spend a lot. Dude, you spend a lot of money on weed. Think about even legal weed? Shit. I spent a lot of money when it I, was, you know, $75 uh, an ounce. <laughs> you know? I do want to say we sometimes, I don't want to say the word shit on, quote, big cannabis, corporate cannabis. 
large, massive grows, but I do like more access for as much people. Cannabis is going to make the world a better place. Um, it's not always done right with big business for <clears throat> sure, but I don't want to just make it completely negative in that arena. Just a disclosure yeah, there. Yeah. That access thing. I mean, is there going to be access for small growers? You know, access because everyone can now buy, you know, cannabis with their cigarettes or at the liquor store. Uh, if it's just Monsanto, you know, I say Monsanto, RJR Reynolds, big alcohol, whatever it is that, that get into this. Is it, you know, is it uh, really that good for us? Yeah, no, I feel you. Time will tell here. Um, we'll see what happens as prohibition falls. That is weird to think like, I don't think like gas station. But then again, I also think it's weird coming from Canada now that I've been here five years. They only sell alcohol and quote you know, government approved liquor stores, if you will. I'm so not used to, I was just down there for the DGC cup. I'm like, man, I'm going to go get a six pack and I'm on my map trying to figure out where a beer store is. And it's there's, I'm like, dude, there's not that many. And it's like, Oh, it's cause they sell it everywhere. It's in the gas stations. It's in the grocery right. store. It's, you know, it's, I'm not used to that. I don't know. It just seems weird. You should, you can get like a big old 40 or something at the gas station after you fill up. I don't know why. Yeah, little Cisco, little Cisco. But dude, just if you want to come visit us, uh, beer stores are everywhere, everywhere. You can go, you can throw a, I don't know, throw a rock and find a beer store with 150 beers in it. Shit, the grocery store has two separate aisles of beer. That's how serious they take it. Uh, do you remember by my house in Littleton? I forgot the name of that one liquor store, but it's the size of a Bass Pro Shop. For real. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> They're always competing to see who has the world's largest liquor store here, man. Yeah, it's interesting. Shotty, uh, sorry, beer store, preferred nomenclature. All right. I think liquor store doesn't sound as, I don't but know. But they I sell liquor. Like <laughs> uh, what are you talking on today? What are we smoking with? What are we medicating with? This is my first joint in a while, man. I've taken, I don't know exactly what it is. Sorry. I just, man, where is this? I found the hugest fucking jar of weed. AC Infinity hooked me up with a grow tent. I'm supposed to do a grow there. I didn't really have anything ready, so I just cut some clones. I'm going to fire that up sooner than later. And uh, I found a giant bag and a giant jar of weed that I must have cloistered away in there. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to make dabs. The bag of weed is kind of old. I can tell that shit's old. Dude, the jar of weed, I, I put the uh, Bovida packs in there. Happy. That shit works, man. What's our who's our new guys? The uh what's the, what's the new packs we got? Integra? Yeah, very yeah, simple, Integra. right? Yeah. Dude, I'm all for throwing packs in there, man. Those things really I mean it's great weed. It's six months later, it's great weed. Yeah. And obviously you're gonna lose a little bit of your terp your terp freshness there, but yeah. I'm telling you, for this shit. <laughs> Is joint weed. <clears throat> when it's a little harsh, you don't want to smoke it in yep. joints. This shit is moist and perfect, man. Banner's on the mic. You're on the mic there, Banner? I am on the mic. Yay, Banner. Do you have a preference? Like, like, would you think, I say, I mean, granted, it's still smokable. But if I have something over a year, that's why I really try to level out my harvest. Like, I don't like to grow a ton more than I need. I can, I can only share so much with tokers and friends. But Banner, do you have like a shelf life, preferred shelf life for your own personal stash? Uh, pretty much as long as it takes till the next round is ready. Okay. So I'll, less than I'll, a year. <laughs> yeah, a few months. I went and grabbed this stuff, all right? First off, what a score. 
right, I was maybe a tiny, it's not busting out, but check it out though, is what I wanted to show you. Is it's not crispy wheat. It's not Colorado crumble. You know, that's after it's six nice. months, man. It, it is it is a key. pretty green around. It hasn't been super, super dry. So no, but I'm just Helping. saying this with the uh, with with the moisture packs, man. Fucking all, and in darkness, I don't. I'd love to have like the whole wine collection to have a weed collection where it doesn't age. <clears throat> you have a little liquid nitrogen or you know nitrogen thing that pumps out all the air, like vacuum jars. You yeah, want to walk? What do you think, man? Vacuum you want to walk in little uh, humidor? Is that what they call it for cigars? Like a little walk-in thing? Like why the? Is that when you're ultra rich? One of the things to show off is like your walk-in wine cellar or cave yeah. or whatever. But you don't need to be ultra rich if you're like, dude, my buddy fucking took a section of his garage and made it into a walk-in weed cooler. <laughs> you know, something like that. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, you need something uh, to keep it cool, so, I think. Um, you're, you're reminding me. Um, what I'm medicating with. I'll do just a quick dugout update because recently I've had some travels. It's been summer, summertime, and going around, I'm like making sure I'll take on trips. Uh, my dugout, it's super easy. It's right here. Here it is, a little dugout. Super easy to, yeah, customize. Hey, I love that, man. That's from James Bean, um, no? I know. I lost mine, so I, I walk around with the one that says James Bean on it. I feel like a fraud. Uh but then now, on the, I mean, it's on my daily. Like when I'm running out the door to do errands, it's just so inconspicuous, if that's the right word. It's so easy right. to pack a one I usually don't need more toke. Like I'll toke a fat one like enough where it could make me cough. It's going to keep me good for a little bit, running around doing errands, whatever. I don't need to get really high. I don't need a full bowl. I definitely don't need a whole joint. So I'm just, yeah, huge fan, uh, not to be repetitive. Now it's usually, it's in my pocket every day. I dig it. You're lucky that you have your tolerance down. You know, for me, a one he really wouldn't do too much, you know. <laughs> you just go through the whole, like, ten of them in one my session. My lungs hurt, yeah. <laughs> hey, I will tell you, I had my mother-in-law over a couple days ago, and, dude, medicinal cannabis. I told you she liked those edibles, but she comes over, and she's there for a barbecue. She goes, I have a headache that I have not been able to get rid of. And it was kind of ironic because she was like walking through the door. So I was smoking a joint. I put the joint out. And then she comes out by the barbecue and she's like, do you have any weed that we could smoke? My head is killing me. And sure enough, I lit up a joint and I was expecting, you know how the non-weed smokers, they'll smoke one hit and then they'll cough and then they'll be super baked. You know, that like that does happen. She smoked like five, six hits of this thing. We lit it up again once it went out, smoked it till a roach, <laughs> and then she was completely normal hanging out at the barbecue. I was like, Yeah, those edibles well, that's got, what... got your tolerance, <laughs> girl. The smallest joints I can buy. So like when I go down to visit for whatever reason, I drive over the border. Um, because I'm not going to a Canadian airport. You Canadians know what I'm talking about. I go down to Seattle. Uh, and fly out of Seattle, super easy. And first thing I do is I stop at Dank of America in uh, uh, Blaine. I think it's in Blaine, Washington. Okay. Love the name of the place. And pick up some pre-rolls. Because I don't have any paraphernalia on me, nor do I want any with me necessarily, um, as far as glass or whatever. So the smallest pre-roll you can get is, I think, half grams. And sure. I can smoke a half gram joint. I mean, it's not, but I don't need to. So I mean, even I can go for, I used to work with a guy in tree work. He was the main climber, total redneck, liked to smoke weed while he worked. And he would roll the smallest pinner, 
to where I'd almost have to make fun of them, but it's like, I need a, you can laugh at me. I don't know if I should say, I think I need a quarter gram joint pre-roll. Is that too small? <laughs> yes. I can't not laugh when you say that, man. I don't know. You can smoke your teeth with a quarter gram joint. Or you can pick your teeth. Uh, you can smoke your teeth with it. How about that? Yeah. Well, um, let's take it to good comments here, guys. We've got good comments. What's going on coming up? I want to r- remind DGC producers, you guys are producers. So when you have good comments or you have what's going on, you want us to talk about certain <laughs> subjects, hit me up over on Patreon, man. Help <laughs> build these shows. What's so Dude, funny? Because I looked at the comments I picked, and I just kind of scroll the comments and start laughing. And I do like getting inside other people's heads every now and again. So some of these comments are, one of the comments is kind of funny, I think. Go ahead. You bring it. You you pick Uh, these. What what do you got? Okay. Uh, First off, I just love the way that uh, Big Dylan talks because he's got to be from across the pond. Have you guys gone on holiday again? Lucky shitters. No, we don't talk like that here. Do you guys talk like that in Canada? You lucky <laughs> shitter. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, after the DGC Cup, I had a little family holiday, um, as well as it's summer, summertime, man. I'm actually going back to Colorado here uh, for a long weekend with the wife, because I haven't had a wife-only trip in a while, to see Nine Inch Nails at Red Rocks, Scotty. So I don't know if uh, they still have tickets available, but that's coming up, dude. <laughs> I'm, you, sorry, what, is the, the, I'm just the reading the working. comments. The comments. This guy Anthony M. I'm scrolling. I'm just thinking of where I'm, I'm scrolling through the comments. I'm feeling all good. I'm on my back patio, and everybody's nice. And I see Anthony M. Uh, your guys' videos fucking suck. <laughs> and I just started laughing. And then I, you know how that girl complained about my voice last week? I think it's. I think mm-hmm. it's me. I don't think it's them. I think it's me. He goes, Anthony M., what's with the fucking background voice? Shut the fuck up. Holy shit. Absolutely fucking R word. I will never watch another one of your videos again. (laughs) The voice has a face. Oh, that guy is horrible. The most annoying voice I've ever heard. Get the fuck off the internet. What do you do when somebody says that to you? Except a lot. I know what right? you do. You straight up say, "Hey, go love yourself." Okay? A little bit. A little bit. It's just kind yourself. of funny. Right? It's just the reality. Doing this show, and I'll make you feel good, and then you get, you know, checked back to reality every now and again. But the most important. Right, a little roasting sign. Not everybody's gonna like you, no matter what you, can't you do. Stop trying. That. We, I, I'll try. I'll try. I can go to Costa Rica, maybe. Start wearing. Let's take it to uh, what's going on here. Uh, Spar. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because I'm reading ahead. You can start this off right off the top with your wife's TV watching. Dude, will you do me a favor? I, I walk in and you know, I don't watch much TV with my wife. We work really hard at watching TV together because we're just opposites. And I was listening to. Somebody talk on a podcast, he's like, yeah, man, my wife watches, like, true crime shows. She watches reality shows and true crime shows. And I'm like, yeah, my wife, too. So, uh, my, my wife as well. It's when, and I, I, can, I can get into them, but I don't go to them. Like, I, I, she'll watch something about women that kill, I don't know the name of the show. It's women that kill their husbands. I'm like, okay, click are you this one. taking you notes? Get, better click this one. Same fucking thing. Yeah, I hate that stuff. This is, I just killed my dad. 
just new on Netflix what? this week, man. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> That's the title of the show? Yeah, and Banner goes, hey, look, it made the top ten. Fuck, man. What, is, what are they programming us with, dude? I guess maybe you're more likely to kill your dad than your mom. I don't know, but that's effed up. And uh, That's a TV show is all I'm saying. Somebody's like, hey, you know what? I got a good idea for a TV show. What about guys that just killed their dads? Like, what the fuck kind of world is What is happening? I'm sorry, but I'm just a little confused, man. Now right. I'm the tune old out. guy. Tune out. Tune out. I don't even you can understand always tune out. going on on TV these days. <laughs> Um, all right, so you're in your grow. Uh, I know well, you mentioned grow room glasses. Like grow rooms, obviously, back in the day, being an HID HPS metal halide grower, I would get grow room glasses to change yeah. the light spectrum that from that yellow. Um, now we have LEDs. It's nice white. You can see everything going on with the plants. But I've definitely gone out of the grow room because you're in full sun. It's like you know your pupils are very um, dilated. Is when they're bigger or smaller? I don't know. It's basically when they're... If I they're dilated is big, right? They're, they're really big, right? I believe when they're so, they're going to be at the dilated. Yeah, smallest point when you're in there. And, of course, then you were, you said you had 20% vision when you walked outside because outside know. it was nighttime. Yeah, it was just kind of surprising where I walked out. I have LEDs, but they're bright as fuck. And I wasn't wearing any kind of sunglasses or anything. So just the sheer amount of photons that were hitting my eyes were crazy to where they adjusted down to probably be taking in 10% of the light. And then I walked out, I was done, walked out and I was like, holy fuck, I'm completely blind. You know, just completely fucking blind. And I'm like, all right, I walked this path like 5,000 times, you know, here, I'm sure I know where I'm going. And but I was like, wow, okay, I had a feel with my feet if I was going off the path into the grass and whatnot. And I literally was going like that, feeling the couch to try to feel like I have a little outdoor sofa. I'm like, all right, I know where this is. The stairs should be here somewhere. And it was kind of shocking. What's that? So what you're saying, like, I don't know, for fun, be careful. You probably know your house out of everywhere. You're most familiar with how to get around. Closing your eyes and like trying to go from your upstairs bedroom down to the kitchen, get a glass of water, maybe really challenge yourself, see if you can fill it up just enough and go back up. The body adapts fairly quick. You know, it's amazing to see blind people, how well they can literally remember like, and it's got to be repetitive, you know, going to get on the bus to go to even get like a cup of coffee or like all blind can be completely done. Um, The one you're talking about, I did a little Googling dark adaptation time because i remember being um i used to camp a lot run around in the woods when i was a kid you know back in the good old days before screens and basically when somebody would turn on a flashlight like if we're out playing kick the can or some game like dude i'm trying to get my night vision don't mess with me man i can't see any light for like 40 minutes but this is saying dark adaptation typically takes 20 to 30 minutes to reach its uh maximum so like you got to be chilling, obviously, and have no light interruption. I get actually, I'm the guy that when I hike, um, when people, I try to not use flashlights. And some people just insist and they're like, almost get angry. I'm like, why'd you turn on a flashlight? Like, you can totally oh, see. Yeah. It's that natural genetic fear of the dark or being in the woods or predators, I guess. But Dude. yeah, that's how I like to roll. 
I've gotten yelled at. You should have given me a little education in Colorado. I went camping in Colorado and got totally yelled at for ruining someone's night vision. Are you the headlamp guy that just has no respect, leaves on the headlamp and looks at everybody in their face? I had a headlamp. (laughs) Pardon the fuck out of me. They work really good when you're trying to see in the dark and shit, man. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I also hated on for that. I wanted to tie into this. There's um, so being blind obviously can be complete blind, partially blind. There's a disease that interfere. It says with the molecular mechanism underlying dark adaptation that can lead to night blindness. So imagine that. So like if you um, were only night blind, you're like, oh shit, man, it's gonna be dark soon. I gotta get. You know what I mean? It's like you're a what is it, the fucking uh, the vampire or whoever can't see oh, sun. Yeah, like you, you gotta get go- home, man, before you get. That can't be totally blind, right? What the hell is night blindness? I'm not sure. It can't be exactly what you say. It can't There's just be like, as soon as night comes, fucking shh. It just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it goes. Well, I swear to God. Hang on a second. I was hanging out last night, smoking a joint, staring at the sunset, and I swear to God, I saw the exact moment where it got dark. I was like, I was like, holy shit, it just got dark, man. It like happened like the sun just... Within a couple seconds, when it went below the mountain, it was fucking trippy. That second, man, it happens that quick, dude. Um, interesting tying into night blindness as well. In vitamin A deficiency, I don't know what we all get vitamin A out of. Exactly, carrots, vitamin man. Fucking carrots, good for your eyes. Vitamin A deficiency is the most common cause of not, of night blindness in the non-industrialized world. So that's people are having night blindness strictly because they can't access nutrition, which is, yeah. I mean, kind of crazy to think about. It feels a little spoiled when you walk through that grocery store next time, maybe. Oh, man, sure does. Sorry. Sunny and Bactopia showed me this big black carrot that she grew. And it stuck with me, man. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I'm just laughing at just different things in my head that aren't worth uh, bringing into words right now. <laughs> so let's switch it up. You went to Road 34. For you guys listening, Road 34 is a local Fort Collins bike shop slash bar sandwich shop. They do like music there. It's pretty cool. Yep. There's a nice sweet bike shop with some cool cats and garage door between that. And yep. you can literally go have a pint while your bike's getting worked on, eat lunch, or go over there with a pint in hand and talk bike shit, look at gear, you know. So it's a, it's a fun setup. Dudes, I will tell you, the dude's buddy started it, I don't know, over a decade ago. And I always describe this guy. He's just a real free spirit that he went to Costa Rica and then found a motorcycle that he liked and drove it back to Colorado. Yeah, it was like, a, one, it's like a 125, too. This isn't like... <laughs> It wasn't like a ninja yeah, it's like special the- Harley, whatever the fuck, you know. But this guy's awesome. <clears throat> anyway, dude, I'll go over there. Oh. My family's out of town. I figure I'll just see some people, be social. Made a point not to be on my phone at all when I went there. But I sat there alone and got a uh, uh, sandwich at Road 34, and I just watched the TV. You know, there's three TVs on. There was sports on. So I was like, all right. And there was UFC, boxing, no, no, it was boxing, rather, football, and cornhole. And cornhole is now a sport. <laughs> I know from scrolling the channels that cornhole is now a sport, and they put it on ESPN. And uh, On ESPN? I, I miss Guru. Here's I where would... Guru would come in and totally defend cornhole as a sport. 
<laughs> anyway, no, man. it's 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 good. I can dig on some cornhole. Like my um my wife's uh, old boss used to have invite a bunch of people over once a summer for the beer Olympics. You know, cornhole. A pool would be in there. It's fun, but I don't know about like they're taking it pretty seriously. Then it wasn't just casual cornhole. It's on ESPN. They take it seriously, man. But it's funny because like in football, everyone's pretty good shape. Boxing, they're in great shape. Cornhole, not so much. You know, you can you can, you can have a big old belly. <laughs> but it's interesting. They all have their own tunes going on. They're in their own zone. And uh, I tell you, I'm watching the three. And then in the beginning, I'm like, cornhole, ridiculous. Is that even a sport? And then I was pretty baked, and I'm looking over, and I'm like, well, football's a pretty fucked up sport. That's like kill the guy with the ball. Right. Completely. Like, I think it's like uh, people (laughs) hate on me for this. But I mean, and yes, I I listen. This information is from listening in on Rogan's podcast at times. But learning about impacts that how much it can damage, obviously, your body, but and brain Um, in all these sports you're mentioning, boxing, football. uh, And it's really some cases are pretty sad. And it's not football's not going anywhere. I don't know how they can make football much safer i guess there's with obviously flags. um pat- you do it with flags man and everyone you just grab the flag <laughs> instead of tackling there's no there's way been a lot of advan- uh, there's been a lot of advancements in pr- protection and padding and stuff but bottom line is you're still you got you know two dudes whatever what 300 pounds maybe just running as fast as they can fucking into each other and yeah creating and- a massive collision it just uh when my son had my son had a moment in time where he wanted to get into football and I'm like, man, I don't want to deter anything that my kid wants to do. And I didn't try to deter the shit out of it, but I'm kind of glad he didn't go that route. That's all I'll say. I don't hate the sport. I don't hate on it. Just nah, be careful. football's amazing, but, geez, it is tough on your body. I have friends that played football in high school, and they have you know, pain in their body see. for a long term. But, hey, anyway. now shaking their heads. Like, wait, your son football. just got out of a cast? Because what does he do? So, uh, he does slope-style mountain biking? Oh, okay. The there you go, dude. Yeah, Good choice. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. He wears a helmet. Don't worry. Uh, but I'm looking. It's cornhole. Uh, what was it? Cornhole, football, and boxing. And after, like, two pints of beer, I'm like, dude, fuck the boxing, fuck football. Cornhole's the sport, man. That's the... You know, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, dude, everybody, the other ones are fucking nuts, man. I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, people have been straight up. Ki- uh, I don't know about in football, but in boxing, people have just been straight up beat to death. Not intentionally, but like, wow. dude. Uh, get oops. so heavy, man. It'll get so heavy. But uh, it just seems kind of crazy. You know, like football, you're tackling the guy. Boxing, you're just putting on these gloves and punching each other for like a solid 15 minutes, man. 12, 24, 36. Was that thirty? Who's that one guy, the the boxer that's the the best right now? He's been the best for a long time. He did the UFC fight with McGregor, I think. What was his name? Come on, you know who I'm talking about. Mayweather, Money Mayweather, right? So he he seems like he's pulled it off. Guys, by no means am I a sports dude. I I shouldn't even be talking much about sports. Actually, I feel the comments coming um, right now. Oh, here's where dude talks boxing. <laughs> it's he seems like he's held it together throughout his career, but I, I suppose that's because he also doesn't get his ass kicked. He's able to yes. do a lot of defense because he dances around the whole fucking time, man. Remember Mike Tyson? His fights would last like a minute. They were for people that didn't understand <laughs> boxing. All right, we just had aggression built up. All right, that was what we liked about boxing. Uh, man. 
Anyway. I see some... here that um, you enjoyed a sandwich, and I wish I was there to enjoy the sandwich with you I because did. you usually give me the pickle. I couldn't help it, man. There, I just, there, you know, it's like a big, long bench thing, and so, you know, bar. And so I sat next to a, I say, hey, I sit next to you, and it was these two girls, and my God, I wish I would have sat next to somebody else. The most vapid, most vapid things going on in my ear. I was just trying to shut it down and listen to cornhole. But um, I had to ask her, because everybody knows I hate pickles. So I asked her if she wanted my pickle. <laughs> Fair enough. It's good. I mean, you don't want to waste a decent pickle. Why did she? Did she, she seem like it was weird, or was she just like kindly? No, thank you. She just kindly said no, thank you. You know, it's one of them things where I uh, was trying to be nice, and then I realized I was a fifty-year-old creepy dude after I did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just uh, like, hey, I don't like pickles. You want my pickle? She was sitting right there. She was looking. She we talked or whatever a little bit, and uh, didn't work out. Well. That's fine. I think that's the proper thing to do is if you don't want your pickles to offer it to somebody else that might enjoy that pickle. Yeah, I um, think so. Before 2022, you, yeah. You don't like listening? I don't think you said that. Like you said, you're trying to get, you know, the more of the cornhole game in one year. I, when I'm like, sitting somewhere public, I like to, I like to, ease, I have like eavesdropping. If that's the right word. I'm not really trying super hard, like putting my head over I'll listen to like four conversations go on. It's like head entertainment. I like people watching and people listening when I'm out and about in a public space. I don't know why. I mean, you can easily tune out these days with Bluetooth and listen to whatever you want. Uh, like you said, the warehouse Kyle walks around all day and listens to sure. a multitude of shows, keeps himself entertained at work. Uh, plus, if, there's nobody else to listen there to. If you weren't in my brain being like, don't put your fucking headphones on here, Scott. You're in public. Don't put your headphones on. I would have put my headphone. It was just the most vapid talk. I wish I could remember it where I was just like. Wait, what is vapid? Gotta... What do you mean by vapid? <laughs> Meaning it was talking about her friend and the outfit that they picked out. And then where they were going and they saw her boyfriend. And then I can't remember what it was, but it was the most ridiculous stuff where I was like, I, I have to get out of here, man. I have to stop having this girl talk in my ear. It was that kind of stuff. So what's not creepier than the pickle, but sometimes I'll do like, I'll be listening to somebody's conversation, maybe for, it's just like watching, listening to a podcast almost. If it's interesting, I could be listening to somebody, two people talk for 10 minutes. Maybe it's a couple, maybe it's whoever, but then if they're on this subject for the 10 minutes and I'll be, oh shit, I really want to chime in and be like, I hey, know. by the way, they're going to realize that you've been listening. We're like, shit, this dude's been listening to us for at least 15 minutes. Like, yeah. makes you feel a little bit like, uh, gotta might pop be in. Creepy, but it's not. It's but usually pop welcome, in. welcome addition. Take my pickle. <laughs> a kid did the same thing when he was that age. Let me tell you. Did you imagine that'd be awesome? <laughs> I do want to add one more thing in here before we get to the news, the pros list. I had to do uh, a little rest in peace. Uh, <coughs> the other day, uh, I had a tenant call about my, I live next to Temp Needs Todd. If you know the show, Temp Needs Todd um, was my old neighbor, and he was in our community as an HVAC installer for growers, uh, as well as just all-around handyman. And he, uh, he built an awesome grow room for me at that house. It was professional steel doors it had the foam insulation um those silver foam board on true studs and then in the in between that it also had real like the pink panther i call it whatever the fiberglass insulation um had a mini split on the flower side it had it was just to the tits as they say which i don't know exactly what that means but maybe i do i think um, they just say it was tits okay and uh this is the shit. basically i had a sub 
and a nice sub panel. So I get, and then a few people have rented that house since I've lived there. Get a new tenant in. He works, him and his wife, he works for uh, aerospace industry down there. I forgot who's in Colorado, damn it. It's one of the two. Uh, it's not obviously NASA, but huge Lockheed aerospace Martin, industry. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, Lockheed. And he's like, well, uh, dude, it looks like somebody used to grow here. And I'm like, yeah, that was me. Like, that's, that, that's my grow room still. It, it, most people use it as storage. And he's like, well, I plan on putting up some workbenches and also my job uh, that I'm at is high security and they can and have at times visited people's residences. And he goes, and there's like stickers up. And I had like do grow stickers on the wall and shit. He's like, this it's pretty square. obvious that this is a weed, a weed grow room. So why do you rent to squares, I worked with a, man? What's that? Why do you rent to squares? <laughs> It had to be. It didn't have to be taken down, but I like to keep my tenants happy. Temp needs Todd to deconstruct the grow room, um, but it was still ready to go, dude. The mini split was still there. The dehumidifier was still there. I'm like, why didn't one of the tenants fire that baby up? And nobody, nobody you, did. Surprisingly, I wonder if you could rent a place at a premium if it has its own grow room. I sure would pay extra. You Come could, on. but and I don't want to. Um, you know, say we have, we're evolving industry. It used to be like if you're running a grow room out, you're 50% chance you're going to get maybe a sketchy or riffrafty tenant. Maybe. I don't know. Just, I, you can rent out a, a house that has a grow room for money, more money. There are realtors that even specialized in this back in Colorado when I lived there. They put out ad spots in the Westward that said, hey, we specialize in marijuana grow room friendly houses for rent and purchase, which was kind of an interesting niche. But um, yeah, as always, screen if you do do these type of things. Uh, screen heavily. Screen heavily, please. I've been burnt bad. I'm a nice guy, and I realize you can't be as nice as the guy I am when you rent a little real estate. <laughs> People yeah. will take advantage. Nice guys don't finish last, but you can't be too nice of a guy. And you can't <laughs> assume everybody else is a nice guy, too. All right, man, before the news, if you guys were enjoying that, dudegrows.com forward slash support, become a DDC uh, producer. You producers that are listening in, man, stay tuned this Friday. Me and Soup got a hot happy hour coming. If you don't know how to catch us on Discord, hit me up over on Patreon. We'll help you get on. I know it can be a learning curve. It was for me and Scotty before. It's really pretty easy, but uh, once we get you hooked up, uh, we'll uh, we'll party. We're doing happy hours uh, every Friday at 420 Live. You can catch them over on Patreon if you don't catch that. And dogrows.com forward slash support. All the other benefits. Thank you, DDC producers. <laughs> In the pros list, Scotty, uh, dogrows.com forward slash pros. I'm just featuring the whole damn pros list, guys. If you're shopping for your grow, DDC vetted gear here, uh, as well as there are some other categories with some nice hemp from Hanover Hemp, CBD Flower, um, Integra, get your Integra packs to protect your weed. Dynavap, great fresh dry herb vaporizer. Dudegrows.com forward slash pros is where all those coupon codes are listed. And uh, man, lastly, I don't know. Let's do the news. You got anything to add, Scotty? I don't, man. I don't. Sorry. I think I did get a little too baked. <laughs> no worries. Uh, that's all right. We can cover the news here with this first story, which cover is really me, sweet. Cover out of, uh, Canadian Canadian company is using hemp to build affordable housing in Colorado. Now, anytime I catch a still here, let me do a little narration here. If I can get the uh, big Mary Jane block off of uh, the screen. Let's see. Canadian here. hemp company just right. bought nearly a thousand acres of land in Colorado Thank to you. showcase how hemp can be used 
to help build affordable housing. Really? Let's see. Let's see. Because I see little starter homes in Colorado. They're like, from the 600s. Yay. Like for this fucking cookie cutter thing. That's frightening, dude. <laughs> no? <laughs> yes, sir? Are you still there, sir? Sorry, I had to mute on for a minute. We had the hound. We had the hounds barking. Somebody came to the door. Uh, <laughs> so, I love to see hemp being used uh, for. It's obviously very environmentally friendly. Um, I don't know the full processor if you do as far as concrete goes. Um, I'm sure hemp's a little bit friendly because they're talking about here of using hempcrete, hemp agro, hemp agro industrial zone project. Um, that's cool. And that's yeah. I mean, we've seen different things in the story of people using hemp to make planes and this and that, but let me get into hempcrete a little bit. It's a durable, lightweight, sustainable alternative to traditional concrete that is made from natural hemp plants. Um, it says the company will first use the land to grow a sufficiently large amount of industrial hemp, which will be then processed into hempcrete, and then the company will use these sustainable materials to build a 44-acre development. That's pretty gangster. Like, well, we're not going to build yet. First, let's grow how we're going to make these houses. You know what I mean? That's a pretty cool way to do it. How much do you um, think these houses so, are going to cost, man? This is a whole thing. I mean, I, I love them, but so this is a whole thing where they're going to grow the hemp on the land, then harvest it, and then turn it into hempcrete that they're going to use. That's like, it's like more hip than solar panels, bro. They, it, it is pretty hip. They, uh, they don't have the pricing in here. It says 44-acre development of affordable homes. Okay, Scotty? They're okay. going to be afford. I think they, they want to make a statement here, of course. This company wants to be able to see people like, wow, that's how much how affordable it can be to do this. This is a good alternative so we can see more of this happening. It's their fault uh, that I believe in nothing. All right? It's their fault. <laughs> you know? Hold on. All right, let's go to your story. This new supersonic jet will fly from London to New York City in 3.5 hours on 100% biofuel. I don't know if I believe it. Either. I don't care. The fact that you, I mean, I don't care about the, the biofuel thing is great. That's awesome. Again, how is that biofuel made? Was it made from, you know, corn that uh, got, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. The fact that this thing will go that fast that you can go back in time. Like you, and I don't, not really back in time, but you can go from one time zone to the other uh, quicker than they happen. Does that make sense? You so, can go six hours yeah, time, I'm just in read time zone in three and a half hours. It's fucking weird, right? So this is Plane Maker Boom managed to uh, reach new heights of temp temporal ir irony with the latest iteration of its Overture supersonic aircraft. Its production conforming design revealed recently at Faribault Air Show in the UK. It's managed to turn the clock back to 1960s. Uh, look at the astonishingly similar Concorde. Dude, the Concorde was in the 60s? It was. It was that, that thing was back. ahead of its time, man. That thing was ahead of it. It was like a future plane. Um, so yeah, so six decades of technological innovation. The picture of this thing looks badass. I don't know if you guys have showed it. It looks fucking cool. It does look like a new um, Concorde, doesn't it? Yeah, it's. It, I mean, I wonder what uh, supersonic is a speed rating, right? So the overture yeah, will have a Mach one. I got it. It's. Uh, it'll have a Mach one point seven cruise speed over water, a cruising altitude of sixty thousand feet, which is twice what current airliners fly at. 
um, and a nonstop range of 4,250 nautical miles and can carry 80 speed enthused passengers, which I'm sure the ticket on this bad boy is for the rich and rich only. <laughs> only 80 people. I know, and it's flown with biofuels, man. <clears throat> hey, five hours ahead, London is. So that means if you took off from London at 5 p.m., that you would show up in New York at 3.30 p.m.? That's fucking weird, yeah. right? Get to keep an appointment says, in uh, London and New York at the same time. Yeah, I like it. The... Uh... Yeah, I mentioned it goes Mach 1.7 over water, but the Mach 1 over land speed is limited, determined by regulations rather than physical capability. So this military is command might. Oops. What's so that? Mach 1 is like 670 miles an hour or something like that. And again, this is where I miss Guru. I don't know. 673.5. But uh, so, 600, <laughs> so Mach, Mach 1.7 would be like 1,000 miles an hour. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm, what's I'm a regular down. plane? Well, I'll, I'll I'll go after a couple of years of it flying, maybe. Yeah, once it gets worn out and you know starts getting stress cracks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the original Concorde? A piece of tire, I think, chunked off into the engine or something like that. Yeah, something happened like that. It sucks, it sucks, man. All right, let's talk about uh, NASA has plans. Okay, do we need to talk about the story or was it just the title? It's just the I'm title, sorry, NASA this... has plans to program. <laughs> Come on, say it. I'm sorry, what's the story? You know, NASA has plans to probe Uranus. I'll let you cover this or uh, you're, you're just having fun. <laughs> it's a real story, man. It's from uh, Slate Technology. In case you haven't heard, we're sending a probe to explore Uranus. Oh, I had so much fun writing this. <laughs> so that we can all tough. better understand what's happening on the surface and deep inside. <laughs> I feel like this is a South Park okay. episode. It says I'll give you a minute to stop laughing, but uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did we lose? Yeah. Uh, did we? Did we lose Scotty's camera? I see blackness. Dead battery potentially. Oh yeah, dead battery. All right, hang on. You guys talk. No worries. I'll can. I'll continue on. I don't think um, <laughs> next in this story, it says, uh, I'll give you a minute to stop laughing. Everyone from NASA scientists to elementary school teachers knows that Uranus is the most giggle-induced planet in our solar system. Um, so, But no, this is cool. It's always good to learn more about what's going on out there. Um, I don't follow it enough, but whenever I do get into space and the freaking everything out there, it's just so mind-blowing, dude. Uh, what we have. So it says we know that one, like for this, for example, one season on Uranus lasts 42 years. So imagine having winter for 42 years. God, man. man. So, get, Life's hard yeah. Interesting, interesting story. Let's cover one last one here before we get to the memes. Quantum computer made of six supersized atoms could imitate the brain. Um, okay. Just something what did you, uh, to what think, did you... again, I made this, uh, <clears throat> I wrote some of this or put this on the format when Guru, before he went on vacation, so I just thought he might get a kick out of this one, but they're able, the whole thing now is to start making computers that think, and it seems like they're, you know, they're thinking outside the box with this whole quantum computer thing, but making like biological computers. So this one's made out of six giant atoms, but they're trying to get, it says uh, a uh, 
a, a quantum computer. Here we go. Hang on. I lost it. There we go. Right there. No. Oh, anyway. Uh, it's this computer that's able to simulate thinking. <clears throat> and that's fucking scary. And just if they're starting to what jump would they want? Yeah. Do you know? Give me some examples. Maybe you don't know. What are they going to use this for? It's, so, yeah, this thinking or decision making, uh, such as memory, it says in the article, such as functions of the brain, memory, and decision making. I, obviously, memory in a computer isn't a problem. Decision making is a problem. Yeah, there are so man. many variables in decision making within the human realm of the world. Like, I mean, maybe if there, it's something very repetitive and that's there's only x amount of factors for decision making but yeah what if it's they, not are they going to use what if it's something that's super complex and they can use this type of thinking to solve super complex problems like how to take over the humans hmm? <laughs> hmm? come on did you watch terminator again <laughs> yes yes i did um it is but, technology just, we need to be careful with yeah you mentioned in another way can bake. I was, I was at Zuckerberg was saying like, you know, one of the goals or whatever of what do they call it now? Meta. Just be able, we want to be able to pre yeah, predict to emotions, predict your emotion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And everybody's like, what the fuck's he talking about? Get it. <laughs> I get it now. There's so many things before I've said, there's no way, like there's no way a social media platform can predict my emotions, but I bet if you're one of those people that you share everything on there, probably, probably going to be able to figure you out. Dude, is anyone in your family on TikTok? Um, <laughs> my, my daughter was for a little bit until my son like shamed her off of it. And then I asked her just literally a couple weeks ago, do you still have the app? She's like, no, I'm like good. Because I mean, I, I had to delete it. Because, A, I see my wife and my kid love it. You know, my wife loves it. She can scroll for hours just laughing at... It's just too damaging stuff. to the attention span and fucks up with your brain. And then I've heard multitude of just reputable people talking about privacy issues and that Huge. whole thing with China. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, I so, deleted no. it. I had it for a couple uh, days. I think a couple people convinced me I should be paying attention to what happens on TikTok. And then I was like, dude, I'm scared to have this thing on my uh, on my phone. It's like a spy machine. Yeah. Yeah, that is, uh, I agree. No TikTok for me. It's time for us to uh, take it to the memes here. Yes. <laughs> One-eyed cat cannabis always coming through. What's up, brother? Well, he's got the bakery bunch here, man. The bakery bunch. <laughs> Uh, it's cool. JR, uh, you're Mrs. Brady over there, dude. I got soup, <laughs> high C, banner, hell yeah, man, guru, me, fucking, hang on, I, what, what is her, her DGC name, I don't want to say her real Rolling name. Rolling Stoner, dude, if you look at all these, the Rolling Thank Stoner you. and Banner, because what, when was the, uh, the Brady Brunch, was that the 70s? That was the 70s, yeah. So doesn't the Rolling Stoner and Banner look like they would most like fit in with their looks and their pictures on this one at least? Like they didn't, they could be in the seventies right now. No worries. Sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Definitely look, not high C like with his face tattoos. Right he would be very shunned in that environment potentially. I think I don't know. Dude, you'd fit right in there, man. What else you got? <laughs> what else we got? Uh, this, again, man, fuck. These are, these are all for gurus on vacation. Uh, this is Hey Guru by Pot Casso. 
aka Patio Toker. And uh, boneless wings are overpriced chicken nuggets. Changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, gurus tell me how uh, nice to boneless wings, man. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It'd be fun. Would you do one of those? We just go to a public area. Um, I think they're, I, I don't know, in New York is where they started these, where you set up a little table and another chair and you make a statement on a sign and have some conversations. It could be fun. You overestimate people, man. <laughs> All right. Would you have one more here? <laughs> uh, it just made me laugh. It's a hmm versus duh. And it's bracketed of futures. It's what is it, Indica Versativa? And it's this dude sitting just with a, his brain is so big, it's the chair, man. He's <laughs> sitting on his brain, it's so big. It goes, how people think a sativa will affect them. And then, I don't know what's happened, man. He seems to be a sucked into the couch or something like that on the other one. And it says, how people think indica will affect them. And it's like, it is pretty gimmicky, the way that works, you know? As far as yeah, there is there's like something there for sure, though. I mean, there is a definitely uh, almost everything's a hybrid, but yeah, that I mean, my island sweet yeah. sweet skunk that I grew for so long gave me this great higher, absolutely elevated, didn't make me want to do uh, anything else. But I don't think it can be. There's been plenty of articles we've even covered it on the show where it's not proper even to say that's a sativa high or that's an indica high. It's, you know what I'm saying? It could be. I mean, fair enough. We get it. You know, that's a really up higher. That's a, you know, a real couch lock kind of high. Well, I mean, I get that. But it's just the whole indica and sativa being the beginning and end all is just kind of funny to yeah. me. It kind of needs to end. All right. I see what you're doing there, Brack to the Future. I know what you like, Scott. You like the 73% sativa and higher. De oh, definitely, man. You know, we're going to go do some gardening. You want to go pull some weeds, man? And talk about like a, weed? This looks kind of like a melted E.T. It does look like a melted <laughs> E.T. Uh, after one of them chocolate. Social bars. media today? Social media. Yeah, today. come on. We got a couple of things. That, first off, happy left-handers day. Is anybody else left-handed? Am I the only left-handed person here? My wife is. Jeez, look at this reality, man. If anytime you're left-handed, you have to, like, you smear whatever you just wrote. So, anyway, left-handers will, will identify. And then here you go. Here's one to think about, dude, all right? This little yes. knowledge, wisdom, philosophy. Uh, it shows a tomato, and it says knowledge is knowing a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. Philosophy <laughs> is wondering if a Bloody Mary counts as a smoothie. Nothing? Like it. I thought you'd enjoy yeah. that one. Uh, depends on what you put in the Bloody Mary, because a smoothie is usually going to be, you know, I'm going to say four to five ingredients blended, right? right? Bloody Mary sometimes is just a couple liquids. Um, so maybe a Bloody Mary smoothie would be a proper, for me up here, it's called Walter's, uh, a proper base. And then you put maybe a couple jalapenos, a couple pickles, and maybe a piece of bacon, and then you put that in a blender. You like this? I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's happening here. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Then, Drink then it. you have a Bloody Mary smoothie after you add the vodka. All right. So. I don't know. That's good for you, right? Actually, I dig on not too much Bloody Mary talk, but my favorite one would probably be I want a, uh, just a good base, a spicy Bloody Mary and then I want it on a stick. I want it with a nice big shrimp, a, gr a green olive with garlic in it, and a pickle. That's it. 
Really? I'm good. Man. That would be good. Uh-uh. I like to my I like my tomato sauce on pasta. I think I've had a Bloody Mary with oysters in it before. Kind of weird, eh? Or no, that was uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll continue on here. We'll continue on. Oh, what other social media? Left-handers say, got it. All right, we That's hit it. it we sir. hit it. Uh, want to say thank you. To say thank you to all the DGC producers, guys. We could not do this without you. Believe that when we say it. Uh, so I want to do some shout outs. Uh, stay hey. tuned for Girl Talk as usual coming up uh, next show. We should be rocking over on YouTube. Check us out on your favorite podcast player. DGC producers, thank you so much. I'm going to start it off because this is awesome. First shout out to a producer is what's up, hung like a trichome. I like that actually. And Dank House. How's it Dank growing? House. Dank House. I like it. <clears throat> Man, I got to give huge shout outs. You're not here staring at them, but High C came through big time getting us, uh, helping us with the equipment. And Banner, respect, brother. Banner, I was going to try to run the board and do the show. And um, thank God Banner showed up, man, just in the nick of time. Thank you, my friend. Big ups to you, brother. Thank you. Oh, it is my turn too, also. Fish. Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, I can bring say what's up to, to Fishy Fish. Yo, what's up, man? And the ubiquitous smoker. Ubiquitous. Everything nice. all the time, all right? I'll be do, 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 uh, ooh, cannabis is working here. First couple <laughs> bowls of the day. I'm going to give it up to uh, Bud Bundy hey. and Montana Green Trees. Thank you, DDC producers. Hey, beefy. Beefy grows and Scooby Steve. Thank you. Thanks for the support, y'all. Still waiting for uh, the invite to Jackie Treehorn's garden party. How's it going? And Smoking Blinders. All right. All right, guys. Stay higher, my friends. Until next time, uh, we'll be coming at you. And peace out, Scotty. Hey, 